Many conversations in the days that followed, Amy and I talked about how perhaps one positive outcome of the journey ahead could be a book to complement the two books that her pediatrician had recommended, Beautiful Boy by Father David Sheff and Tweak by son Nick Sheff, who struggled with multiple addictions. We thought we could tell a mother-daughter story with heroin as the main drug of choice in a family where the parents never used illegal drugs and had been married almost 30 years. I looked forward in hope to this collaboration. On Saturday, December 26, 2009, my husband, daughter, aged 24, and I were driving to visit my folks for the Christmas holiday. We had finished the audio recording of Beautiful Boy and were listening to a particularly graphic passage in Tweak about injecting when our son, aged 25, called my cell phone at 4.36 p.m. Amy's residential treatment house had called him as her designated emergency contact. She had been rushed unconscious to the hospital by ambulance. She would be pronounced dead at 6 p.m. I hope many audiences can learn from this story. Adolescents, especially girls, may relate to the raw, agonizing feelings in Amy's journals and pursue safer ways to deal with peer pressure and stress. Clinicians have a six-year case study to analyze for effective and ineffective actions in hopes of increasing their clinical proficiency. Parents and educators may learn new warning signs that will encourage them to point someone in trouble toward finding the help they need and to ask hard questions about the caliber of care. Those with loved ones going through detoxification, detox, rehabilitation, rehab, or subsequent programs may now be prompted to ask the questions I never knew to ask. And those who have lost their addict may be comforted by common threads from our grief journey. Please pick and choose the sections most relevant to you. Some mention is also made of the larger context of addiction. To adapt a well-known saying, it takes a village to enable a child, and I've learned how clueless I was in so many areas. The day-to-day stress of raising an adolescent is formidable. Add the specter of substance abuse and or co-occurring mental health issues, including anxiety, depression, trauma, and low self-esteem, and the challenges can feel overwhelming, even when receiving help. Sadly, enough of the right resources are sorely lacking or inaccessible. Perhaps that gap will inspire some readers to plug in along the substance abuse prevention and treatment spectrum. The intent of this book is to learn from Amy's complex tragedy and not to beat up anyone, but to use a plane crash parallel, and I lost a close relative to one in 1992. Could the outcome have been prevented? With aviation, you'd ask, how much was due to aircraft design, weather, maintenance issues, pilot judgment, air traffic control directives, or terrorism? Here I questioned how much was due to my daughter's DNA, her environments, her choices, the care she received, the company she kept, and the geopolitical terror of cheap, plentiful heroin. Using the analogy of a plane crash, Amy's rehab journals are the closest thing we have to a black box that explain what she was saying to herself in the cockpit, and the medical records are the flight data recorder. In writing this book, I use source material from the daily diary I've kept since age 10, thematic journals since my teens, and the copious notes I tend to take. I did not have to recreate memories. I've organized the story primarily by academic year, reflecting the rhythm of Amy's high school and college life and my work as a teacher. I've tried to be as comprehensive as possible, 
relying when possible on my notes, contemporaneous diaries, letters, texts, and documents. Except for public figures or published authors and my family members, I've changed the names of all people and, in some cases, identifying details, and most places. While Amy did keep extensive journals throughout middle and high school, the scope of this book does not include those entries. I feel that the sooner this book is available, imperfect as it may be, the sooner it can potentially help others. Also, I write as a mother. My training is in economics, engineering, and business, and I have no professional education in psychology or substance abuse treatment. I share experience and offer opinions, but I am providing neither advice nor recommendations. Amy had a delightful side and a huge good heart that endeared her to almost everyone, even when she was pushing your buttons. Very few people knew her darker side. She was a thrill-seeker, risk-taker, and manipulator in the best and worst ways. She struggled to own up to her positive potential as if it scared her.